Hi, and welcome to episode seven, Property Mastermind Podcast with Hilary Saxton. Looking forward to this episode, uh, a subject deep to my heart, goal setting and goal setting with regard to property development. So let's jump on into this episode and we're going to cover why, what, where, how, all those things that you need to know and do to be successful at property development. And it all begins with a plan, which means it begins with goal setting. Let's jump in. Hey, and welcome to, yeah, goal setting, property development, why we should be setting goals when it comes to property development, and really and truly, why we should be setting goals when it comes to every area of our life. Now, I've worked as a coach for a long time now, a very long time, probably a good 12 12 years. I had a little bit of a break for a while, but I started off just working as a life coach. I had a lot to do with health and fitness, and then I started working as a business coach, and now it's 100% property, but it does cover business and a lot of the time it covers health as well because we look at, um, often my clients want to look at things as a whole, not just their property journey because their property journey is affected by uh, other things going on in their life that aren't quite working out how they think they would like them to be. So why should we set goals? Well, a great, I listened to something once from Earl Nightingale and it, it just really puts it in perspective. And it's, it's an analogy I love to give out to people because it really does make sense. So if you think of a ship in a harbour and it's off sailing on a journey, and that's like you in life, you're off in life. So the ship's sailing along and it's going to end up somewhere. You know, it could end up at an amazing resort on an island, which would be fantastic. But it might end up shipwrecked up against some rocks and it could, you know, not that we'd want it, but end up at the bottom of the ocean. If that ship has a plan about where it wants to go, it is more likely to get there. And we throw in things like weather and, you know, which to us is, you know, life's obstacles. And we work our way through those. But when we have an absolute plan, when we have a goal, we're way more likely to get to where we want to be as opposed to just get to anywhere. And another analogy that I that I liked once that I heard was when we don't have a goal ourselves, when we don't have a destination where we would like to end up, we just end up being part of somebody else's goal. And, you know, we all have things we want, but unless we have a strategy around how we are planning toward getting there, we won't get there. And you might think of it like, I'd quite like to do something versus making a decision and deciding to do something. And that's the difference. When you set goals, you're more likely making that decision. You're deciding that you're going to do it and you're more likely to do it. So it doesn't matter where you are as usual in your property journey. Do you have a plan? You know, Have you got a plan about where you would like to end up? And it, it could be the big master plan. It could be, I want to be a property developer and give up my day job. But it also could be, I just want to supplement my income and I just want a little bit more money coming in so I can have a bit of a better lifestyle. It could also be that you've been renovating or you're, you've been investing and you know it's time that, that you actually took that step up and went into, came on board, came onto the other side and joined us in the, in the developing side. You make money a little bit faster. The pinnacle of all property strategies, as we say over here at Property Mastermind. So what do I think's wrong with goal setting? Well, one of the biggest things I find is a problem with goal setting is that the internet, and we love the internet for many reasons, it gives us information at our fingertips, which is fabulous. But the downside of the internet, I think it's really watered down goal setting. I think 
for a lot of people, goal setting has lost its value. People don't realize how important it is to set goals. I mean, I'm going to ask you now while you're listening to this, when was the last time you did set goals properly? Not just thought I'd quite like to do that. Not just that, like really sat down, thought about it and decided what goals you'd like to achieve and then mapped out a plan toward actually getting there. Basically, we spend more time or planning our Christmas dinner or our wedding day than we do the rest of our life, which is frightening really. So when it comes to property, have you got a plan? And if you haven't, why not? And have you just not taken the time to sort of map one out? And maybe that's you. You just haven't really realized the importance of setting a goal. Now, you know, the analogy of a ship, you're going to end up somewhere. Why not make your destination a planned one where you would like to actually end up? Now, having worked as a coach for such a long time now and starting off in the health and fitness industry, and then moving from there to working with people, more life coaching and then into business, now into property, it doesn't matter who I've worked with and it doesn't matter what they do. I've pretty much worked with a lot of teenagers, believe it or not, and people up to as far as 80. I've had a really a very vast array of clients. I've done many thousands of hours coaching, probably in the hundreds of people I would have coached by now uh, in my time working as a coach. But what I find almost well into the 95% of the people that I coach, they're all after the same thing. And mostly it's health, wealth, relationships. No matter how I, which process I go through, uh, my my coach training was through the Neuro Leadership Group. So it's a brain-based approach to coaching. So I get people to come to their own decisions. I can, I, I, can, I can have a really good conversation to help somebody make a decision if they're stuck on the fence. So when I do work with people, I have noticed that it's health. Most people, and this could be you, tell me if I'm right, or or just nod your head while I'm while you're listening to this. Do you want to improve your fitness, lose some weight, give up smoking, have more sleep? Just find there there'll be some health goal that you would have tucked away in your mind, or you might even be working on without an actual goal in mind. Um, so you're not sort of actually achieving what it is that you want. You'll be on your way, then you'll stop doing it, then you'll start doing it, you stop doing it because potentially it's not an actual goal set in that arena. The second one is wealth. And in this case, I find that most people want to improve their wealth no matter what they do. If I'm working with them in business, they want to increase their turnover. But if I'm working with them in property, they want to complete a property development for wealth reasons. They want more money. They want more money to improve their lifestyle. They want more money to give up their day job. They want more money to leave a legacy. They'd like to leave money for their family. They just want so much more. They want to be able to give away more. There's so many reasons that people want to have more money. And so wealth is very high on the goal setting amongst the top three that I've come across within all of my coaching. And in this stage, it's for me, it's property, working in the property arena to help people improve their wealth. So what is your property goal? Have you got one? When was the last time you sat down and made one? And the last one is relationships. Everyone, no matter what, where, how, they want to improve a relationship. Often it's with themselves to improve something about themselves, their self-confidence, to like themselves more. Very often that is something that I'm working with when it comes to working with clients. The other one is they might, they might be in a relationship that's not great. Great. Sometimes it's toxic. They need to leave it. They might be in a relationship they'd like to improve or they have an external relationship where they'd like to get on better with somebody, family, a neighbor. It could be anything. So those are really the top three. And as you're listening, just you might be nodding to yourself. Yes, I actually tick all of those boxes. So this could be you. So 
One thing I do find is people often major in one and minor in the others. And you might be thinking, what, do you, what does she mean by that? What I'm meaning is you might be doing really well in your relationship. You might have a fantastic marriage or you've got a great partner and everything's fantastic, but you guys have got no money. And that's exhausting. You know, you're living week to week and you'd like to have more money and, you know, to live a better lifestyle. And the health might be okay, can't quite afford or don't really have enough time to get to the gym, do an okay job. So you're majoring in relationship and minoring in the other two, or it could be the other way. You could be majoring in property development or in property. Your property journey could be excellent, but your health could be really dismal. You could be incredibly overweight, drinking too much, not getting enough sleep, smoking, whatever. That could be your health issue. And your marriage is just out the door. Your partner's not interested in property, so you're finding that you're starting to move apart. Or even worse, you have moved apart and it's not where you want to be. Or the last one could be that you look fantastic and everything's great, but you're not heading on the property journey that you want. And, you know, you're feeling great, your relationship, or you don't have one. So that's what I call majoring in one and minoring in two. And when you balance them all up, life is just so much easier when everything's going well. And think about it, when you're feeling healthy, when everything's great at home and and your relationships are all good, and when you're doing the thing that you love and it's working for you, and in this case, we're talking property development, your property journey, however it's going, how great does that feel? And what happens is we start gaining momentum and we get traction because we just get that little bit further and we get that little bit further and we feel good and we create what I call a positive result spiral. And that's a good, that's actually a term that I made up myself. So that what happens with that is we start getting good results. So we feel really good about ourselves. We're happier. We attract more people into our world. And then good things make more good things happen. And positive result spirals are fantastic because they just compound over each other. And the same, unfortunately, happens with a negative result spiral. So bad things start happening and bad things start happening and bad things start happening. And we could use that with our property journey. We're not doing it. So we're not making the extra money we want. We're stuck in a job we don't want to be doing. And so we just, things just get worse and worse and worse. So that really makes sense, doesn't it? Positive or negative result spirals. So no matter where you are and which goal, it's a great time of year to reassess things and to look at your goals because we've hit halfway. I know this because it's my birthday this week. Yay, happy birthday me. I actually said to Bob yesterday, how old am I? I forgot forgot how old old I was. I'm not going to tell you. It's uh, the numbers are climbing. So I'm at the age where no more numbers for my birthday. I'm just becoming a colour and this year I'm going to go with a cherry red. So yeah, this year just I'm turning cherry red. But I always know that at my birthday, it's it's the right time for me to reassess. It's the middle of the year. It's the beginning of July. And I know that, you know, I like to have a look at what I started, what I decided I was going to be achieving this year and how on track I am. And do I need to tweak things, change them? What have I sort of moved away from? What have I found? But what I generally do is just know how far on track I am. And maybe if I've hit some bad weather, like the ship that was sailing, Maybe I I look at, do I need a course change of direction? And that's the other way that I can look at it. So what about you? Did you set the beginning of the year goals? Because that's something I do do every year, pretty much mid-January, maybe getting closer to February, I do sit down and spend probably a good 45 minutes by myself writing in my goal book. I've got my goal book here. I have to show you. It's got a sticker on the front. It's an old book, just an old hardcover. I started this book in 2004. Look, first page. First page, my goals 2004, and I write in it every year 
the goals that I want to achieve. I have, I can't say every year, I did miss a couple of years and I haven't written them in this particular book. I might have written them somewhere else. But when I came back to it, it is fascinating to look back and see when you've actually written out a goal of something you'd like to achieve and had a plan toward it, the chances of achieving it, incredible. And when I look back to 2004, I have got three, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, like close to 15 goals on that page. I wrote them a bit differently in those days because it was prior to uh, me learning how to properly set goals. I didn't know, but I did know that it was important to write them down. But believe it or not, I checked off all but one almost. And the interesting thing about ref- when I go back to this goal book and reflect on it is that I superseded my goals. So how would you be if you superseded your goal? If you have a goal right now set for, you know, I would like to have a development well underway by the end of the year, plans in council or whatever it is, or even to have completed our uh, Property Mastermind online course and be starting to look for a property by December. Like how good would that feel for you? And then if you could supersede it by the end of next year, I'll share one with you. I'll share a couple. So there's something super crazy in here. Like 2004, I said I wanted to do my Pilates certification. So this was very early days for Pilates. I had to, I was living in New Zealand at the time. To do that, I had to fly to Australia. So I invest in myself and I, you know, I make things happen. I don't wait for a course to come to my area. There were no Pilates courses in New Zealand. I flew to Australia. I became a Pilates instructor. I went home. I actually purchased some Pilates equipment. I had the first Pilates studio in the city that I lived in, uh, for a long time. And then I was able to sell that business. After that, I started manufacturing Pilates equipment. So these are the Pilates reformer beds. After that, so yeah, I started a manufacturing company. And then I started a training school because there was no one else doing it in New Zealand. And I ended up training physiotherapists and hospital staff. Like, how crazy is that from a goal that it wrote down Pilates certification? So that just goes to show the power and that resilience the positive results spiral that came from that, you know, my passion grew in that area and I I was able to move forward and I was able to gain traction and amazing things happened. And that was just one thing on that page. Uh, There, another one there, complete the New Zealand, a certificate of management or even higher, look at the diploma. Well, I smashed that diploma out and I majored in marketing and human resources and that one. So education to me is big and investing in myself is always big. Another thing on this list was buy another investment property. I, th- I I actually did buy another investment property that year and I'll never forget that one. These were early days when I was more buying properties to rent out. I, I bought a small, very small property. It was just a little two-bedder and it needed renovating. So I get inside there and I remember climbing up. I was there by myself. I was climbing up the ladder. I was painting the walls. You know, I walked down the ladder and stepped in the paint tray. I'll never forget that property. It was hilarious. But anyway, yes, boom, tick, did it. I think there's all but one thing on that page of 15 goals that they're all that I superseded and by writing them down and creating a plan. And the only goal that I didn't get to was having my story in the Women's Day or the Women's Weekly. There you go. So if anyone out there would like to help me with that one, I get to tick off the goals for 2004. That still hasn't happened yet, that one. But there's a lot of health goals in there, work, uh, motivation, working with people. When I look back, it gives there's that feeling of, wow, I did that. You know, so often we go through life and we forget to check in and, and kind of do the whole, wow, I did that. So what is your plan with property? Do you have one? And if not, are you going to create one? 
What I did do at the beginning of the year was offer to everyone in our community a free goal setting session. I didn't, there was no upsell, on-sell. It's just giving people the opportunity to actually allocate some time and set goals. I will be doing that again on July the 22nd. I'm not sure if this podcast is out before then, but if it is and you'd like to attend that, just let me know. I just allow people to jump on the Zoom session and I talk you through and give you the time and the space to think about what it is that you would like to achieve. And it's just a fantastic way to map out what it is that you want in life because what happens is we get busy, life gets in the way. We've got children being needed to drop off to sport. We've got relationships we're juggling. We might be single. We're out dating. We've got jobs that take up a lot of our time. We get exhausted by the end of the week and just want to chill out and and watch Netflix, whatever is going on in your world. We forget to prioritize planning what it is that we want for our future. That takes us to the passing of the rocking chair test, which is something I often talk about, that you want to get to the end of your life, sitting on the well, the end of your slowing down days or the beginning of your slowing days, slowing down days, and you are happy on the rocking chair with the things that you achieved and completed. And you can kind of shake your head and think, yeah, boom, I smashed it out of the park. I did everything I wanted to. So yeah, by creating that time, So what I did in July, uh, I think we did it in mid-January, I think it was about the 15th we did it. I just gave people the the time and space to jump on a Zoom session and I led them through a goal-setting session. I think it took 56 minutes that time and I will be offering that again soon. So if you are keen, as I said, just contact me, hillary at propertymastermind.com.au or even go to our Property Developer Secrets and Hacks Facebook page. There will be definitely an advert on there and you can just click a link and attend the goal-setting. Definitely worth it. And what we do is just what I said. I take people through three areas of your life. Also, when it comes to goal setting, we look at the why and that's really important, your why. Sometimes it's a little bit, you think, oh, do I have to really do that? And if you're someone like myself who likes to get through things fast, you're a high achiever, that bit is the bit we don't enjoy doing. But when we connect with our why, when we understand the reason that we want to do something, that's when we've really written that down and understand it. That is the bit that helps us when we hit the sticking points. That is the bit that gives us that extra energy when we don't want to. That is the bit that when you think, oh, I've had enough at the end of, at end of the day, I don't want to be doing that, or it gets hard, that is the bit that carries you through. So understanding your why is vital. So when it, on your property development journey, whatever you are wanting, whatever it is, you know, wherever you are, it's just important for you to be on your journey and you having a plan as to what it is you want. Talked about our Sydney workshop a couple of weeks ago, and I was just speaking at the front of the room. And as I looked around the room, I was able to look at it at certain table and people are on the tables, people sitting at the tables. And and I really like to connect with our people, so I know who's doing what. I like to know what people are doing. I like to be really as supportive as I possibly can. But I knew there were people in that room that were doing some pretty big stuff, and I I looked at them as I said it, and I said, you know, you guys want to be doing bigger and more. And then I looked to the people at, who are ironically sitting at the front of the room and I said, you guys just want to get started. And I could go around the room and see where everyone was. So it doesn't matter in a, on your property development journey where you are. What matters is that you have a plan as to where you want to be. You need the big plan or, you know, the ultimate, the big one. And then pulling it back, you know, what is the first thing? So let's just say the big plan is you want to complete five property developments by 2000 and what are we on 20, 2025 
or maybe it's I want to quit my job and just be a property developer. Maybe it's you'd like to just supplement the income by a certain amount of money, whatever it is that you would like to do. So have that big plan and then pull it back to the like the first step, the first plan that's maybe to, if you do have a big goal, then pull it back to what the first goal is, which might be complete the first development and start working on that. Or even, even as far as it could be a splitter to start with. So it could be get that, that property that you're going to do the renovation off and whether you're just going to, you know, subdivide and sell off the other half or whether you're actually going to, to build on that yourself, whatever it is, it does not matter what it is. But what does matter is that you have a goal and then you have a plan of how you're going to get there. And on top of that, it matters that you understand why you want to do it. Because remember, it's the why that gives you that desire that drives you through the sticky pitches. It's the, it's the why that's going to help you on that journey. And then remember to look at the rest of your life because when they're out of whack, when you're majoring in one and minoring and even minoring in one, that it just makes things uneasy. It makes things you know not work. It slows down the progress. So pick the three areas. It could be the three that I choose or it could just be three other areas. And you might be able to look and think, I really realize that there's a particular area in my life that, that takes my energy that's not working out exactly how I would like it to be. Have a look at that area and look at what could you do to improve it. So yeah, in summary, it's a great time of year to reflect on where you are when it comes to property developing. If you didn't make a goal at the beginning of the year and if you've never done them and you've got time to jump on my free session on 22nd of July, reach out. If you're listening to that after this, uh, you might make it in time for the free session that I do. Otherwise, just sit down and spend some time mapping out what it is that you do want. Is it a goal that you need to do with your partner? Is it just a goal that you need to do by yourself? Have a look, health, wealth, relationship. Have a look at areas of your life that aren't working out for you and look at how you could potentially fix them. What process do you need to go through for you to fix them? All right, people, I really hope this was useful. It is important that we set goals because remember, like I said, you will end up somewhere. So you might as well have some control over the direction. Otherwise, you're just really part of somebody else's goal. Remember, if you like the episode, it's really more people to find this podcast. It would be really useful for a review. So I'd love a great Apple review if you've got the time to give me one. And if you've got some comments that aren't quite so positive, you're welcome to email me and tell me hillary at propertymastermind.com.au. If you're interested in any of the property development courses or any of the property courses we have available, of course, go to our website at propertymastermind.com.au. We've got a, we've got some free resources there, some ebooks you can download on how to's for property development, how to's for armchair development strategies. And yeah, share with your friends, share, like, share and spread the love. I hope you found this useful. I'll catch you next time. Bye for now.